The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The people were filled with expectation, and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I am baptizing you with water, but one mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. After all the people had been baptized, And Jesus also had been baptized and was praying. Heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Several years ago, I had the privilege of leading a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. And the highlight of that pilgrimage was being able to celebrate the feast of the baptism of the Lord at the Jordan River. Our trip happened to providentially coincide with the date of this feast. And so our tour guide arranged for us, my group and I, to be able to celebrate Mass there on the day of the feast. And as my group, as we were driving in the the tour bus and pulling into the site of the Jordan River, everyone in my group was just very excited and and just filled with, with joy. But as we got out of the bus and made our way over to the Jordan River, we began to notice that there was a bit of a chaotic scene going on. There was about probably 200 Israeli soldiers, all with guns, standing in a a long line just beyond the boundary of the Jordan River. And many people, you could just tell by the look on their faces, had, were filled with fear. And people were sort of holding each other, and, and some people were crying. And so our tour guide asked one of the soldiers what was happening. And apparently, about an hour or two before we had arrived, there was a few landmines just beyond the Jordan River that had just gone off. And thankfully, nobody was hurt, but it certainly startled everybody and caused a bit of fear. 
And so the soldiers were there in this long line to make sure that nobody would cross beyond the Jordan River. And so as I was beginning, as I was celebrating the Mass, I remember looking out, seeing all the soldiers with their guns, seeing the look of of fear on many people's faces. And I remember having this sudden realization that the world that Jesus was born into, the world that he was baptized into, is the same exact world in which we live today. That in terms of human history and humanity, not much has changed. The world in which Jesus was born into and was baptized in, like ours, was a world filled with violence. It was a world filled with fear, with sickness, with division, and with doubt. And despite all of this, God never hesitates to join us. Throughout this whole Christmas season so far, we have been celebrating what is essentially God's disposition, God's posture towards us. And what is that disposition? It is one of solidarity. God is not running away from us. God is not condemning us. God is not turning his face away from us in shame. But rather, God has been saying to us this whole Christmas season, I empty myself for you. Just over two weeks ago, we celebrated Christmas Day. And we celebrated the fact that God who is all-powerful, all-knowing, the creator of all that is, empties himself of the appearance of divinity and becomes not even a man, but a baby for us. The very next day in the Feast of the Holy Family, We heard the gospel of Jesus as a young boy, Jesus who is God, who's impressing everyone with his knowledge in the temple, yet who once again empties himself 
apparently of his power and authority and subjects himself to Mary and Joseph. Rather than working profound miracles and impressing everyone in the temple, he goes to Nazareth to live an ordinary human life. A few days ago in Epiphany, we celebrated the wonderful news that this God who empties himself is not just for a particular group of people or a particular culture in a particular time period. But in the Magi, we see that God's plan of salvation is for all people of all time. God's love is for everybody. And today, as we celebrate the Feast of the Baptism, we see the same reality occurring again. It is obvious that Jesus does not need to be baptized. Baptism is for sinners, not the sinless one. Yet Jesus submits himself to the baptism of John once again to place himself in solidarity with us, with us who are in need of baptism. To show us that when we empty ourselves in repentance, And when we come in contact there with really our own human misery, that we are not alone. But there, at the very bottom of our misery, is Jesus waiting for us, desiring to lead us forward. Just as God once parted the waters of the Red Sea for Israel, now Jesus in his baptism goes before us to do the same. To lead us out of slavery. To lead us away from the slavery that things like violence, division, fear, and doubt all cause. And so this celebration today of Jesus' baptism is a cause for great rejoicing and a cause for joy. But it is also a cause for us to celebrate the reality of our own baptism and the path that baptism has placed each one of us on. And what is that path? It is to imitate Jesus in the life of self-emptying. 
That is the call of our own baptism. Because that is what Jesus is doing in his own. And it is the only way that we can live a fully authentic human life. There's a question that I love to ask people at times in spiritual direction. And the question is this. What does Jesus Christ look like fully alive in you? With your personality, with your history, with your gifts, and with your weaknesses, what does Jesus Christ fully look like alive in you? Whatever that person looks like is the real you. But the only way to discover that person is to follow Jesus in his baptism. To follow the way of self-emptying that he himself has walked. And in which, through our baptism, we are called to imitate.